The first reading is a reading from the second book of Samuel. King David said to Joab and the leaders of the army who were with him, Tour all the tribes of Israel and Dan and Beersheba and register the people that I may know their number. Joab then reported to the king the number of people registered in Israel, 800,000 men fit for military service, in Judah, 500,000. Afterward, however, David regretted having numbered the people and said to the Lord, I have sinned grievously in what I have done, but now, Lord, forgive the guilt of your servant, for I have been very foolish. When David rose in the morning, the Lord had spoken to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, this is what the Lord says, I offer you three alternatives. Choose one of them, and I will inflict it on you. Gad then said, went to David to inform him. Inform him. He asked, Do you want three years of famine to come upon your land or to flee from your enemies for three months while he pursue you or have three days of pestilence in your land? Now consider and decide what must, re- for I must give a reply to one who sent me. David answered Gad, I am in very serious difficulty. Let us fall by the hand of God, for he is the most merciful. But let me not fall by the hand of men. Thus David chose the pestilence. Now it was the time of wheat harvest when the plague broke out among the people. The Lord then sent a pestilence over Israel from morning until the time appointed. And 70,000 of the people of Dan Beersheba died. When the angel stretched forth his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord regretted the calamity and said to the angel, causing destruction among the people, Enough now, stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Amorah the Jebite. When David saw the angel who was striking the people, he said to the Lord, It is I who have sinned. It is I, the shepherd, who have done wrong. But these are sheep. What have they done? Punish me and my kindred. The word of the Lord. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. Blessed is he whose fault is taken away, whose sin is covered. Blessed the man to whom the Lord imputes not guilt, in whose spirit there is no guile. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. And I acknowledge my sin to you, my guilt I covered not. I said, I confess my faults to the Lord, and you took away the guilt of my sin. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. For this shall every faithful man pray to you in time of stress. Though deep waters overflow, they shall not reach him. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. You are my shelter, my distress, who will preserve me. With glad cries of freedom, you ring me round. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. My brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. 
The Gospel of the Lord. And so we hear again, here's Jesus, and he's doing his stuff, and the people are offended by him. And again, sometimes we Christians, nobody here are watching, of course, but everybody else, are offended easily. We're offended by people. We're offended by what they do. We're offended by how they treat us. We're offended. We're offended. We're offended. Just like they were offended with Jesus. But again, if you look at Jesus, he was the most unoffendable person ever. He wasn't offended by anybody or anything that most people get offended by. He was offended by the Pharisees who were offended by everybody else. So Jesus wasn't offended by what most people were offended by. He was offended by the people who were offended with everybody else. So would Jesus be offended by me and you because we're offended by everything? Or are we like Jesus, some of the most unoffendable people? Nature you know is love today and forever. Amen. Stand